everyone, and welcome to our new podcast, Truth Seekers. I'm Jessica Brown with Two Girls and a Bible, and I'm here with our friends, Jennifer and Kim. Hello, how are you ladies? Oh, it's so good. Hello. So happy. We're so happy you're hosting for us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. It's so nice to see you girls again. And uh, we are here today seeking answers to the hard questions. Mm. Yes, and uh, some of those hard questions, you know, are things like, is God real? Oh, yeah. What's my life purpose? Yeah. Uh, why do I exist? And so on. Um, so so true. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah. I think everyone at some point in their life does, you know, mm-hmm. that's part of being human. And, uh, um, you know, I think there's an uh, there's so much information out there that could really keep us busy for, for our whole lifetime oh, if we let it, trying to, to answer these questions for us. Yeah. But we are here today to seek the truth. And today, our, our the truth that we're seeking is really, do we really need Jesus? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's exactly. a good one. That's a good one, because you know, Jennifer, Jessica, sometimes people look at Jesus and view him to just be an attractive role, a good model. A lot of people just thought he was a good teacher, and you know, um, offering the offering truth and wisdom. Isn't that right, Jennifer? That's yes. absolutely true. Yes, um, they do. They seek after. Jesus for a lot of different reasons. But, you know, when I was really examining this question, I think the first question that we have to answer, and Kim, you could probably help us, or or Jessica, you could probably help me. The first question we really have to ask, answer is, or understand, is that we have free will. Yes. Yes, we do. We have a choice to choose, right, Kim? Yes. Yes. And who gave us that free will? Our loving Father, God. Yeah, yes. that's right. I mean, we were born with it from the beginning. We were created with this preordained destiny to be able to have free will and make our choices. As a baby, we were dependent on parents. But as we've grown up, you know, your choices start from very young. When you're little and your mama says, don't touch that. And you touch it anyway. You know, <laughs> I mean, those choices start really, really early. So we know, first of all, is that we can choose in this life. Yes. And then, Kim, I wanted, I was actually, um, this morning when I woke up, it's so interesting because the first thing that popped into my mind was this. There is a typical Christian answer to that question. Do you really need Jesus? And what's the answer? Yes. Of course we do. We need him. Yes, we need him. We need him to to live um, in the way he calls us to. And what does that look like? You know, we need him. Uh, to know the power of his resurrection. And in order to know that, we got to have the Holy Spirit. And in order to have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is, is our teacher and the one who, who teaches us how to deny our fleshly desires and seek those things that add life to us and not death to us. Right. And death can mean a lot of different things. What does death mean to you, Jessica and Kim? What does that mean to you? Final destination. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. And you, Jessica, what kind um, of... So, for me, it means um, twofold. Um, here on earth, what my life looks like, um, and that would be, you know, no joy, a complete dissatisfaction, um, just a sense of hopelessness, restlessness. Yeah. Um, Even depression. Yeah. Yes, yes. Anxiety. Um, loneliness. Um, but then there's also the where we're going to spend eternity. You know, yeah. whether you choose to believe it or not, uh, doesn't change the fact that 
you do live twice. You know, there's your life here, and then there's a, where you're going to spend eternity. Yes. Um, so it's a, uh, your eternal death, you know. Yeah. yeah. I kind of feel that way too, Kim. I feel like it's a twofold, it's a twofold question, like you guys said. is mm-hmm. One is my eternal life, and one is ha- what is the condition of my mind while I'm living in right. this world. How you know. Are we going to live this life? Even yes. though it's a blink of an eye compared to eternity, that God said in His Word, He wants us, our lives, to be abundant. You yes. know, He is He is such a good Father. He wants to bless us abundantly. Yes, He is so so good, and and His Word. Um, everything that he tells us is not to control. It is to guide us and protect us. That is so and true. He, he is so loving. Is so um, true. But if we, if we don't have Jesus and we just read the Bible um, from a logical standpoint or intellectually, we might miss that whole point. That that whole thing might get misconstrued where we look at it as, oh, these is a, this is a bunch of rules. But yeah. when, you, when we have Jesus and we know his love for us, yeah. it changes the whole thing. It completely changes. Exactly. It. Like he can take my depression and give me a garment of joy. Yes. And what about you, Kim? I mean, how do you feel about that? Well, I just want to look at the flip side of it from what others who don't really, really think that they need Jesus. I want to look at it from that perspective first. Mm -hmm. You know, because a lot of people consider Jesus just to be one of many teachers who offer truth and wisdom. Mm -hmm. And And they all say that all paths lead to God. Yeah, oh, but, yes. and God is everything, yes. and God is everywhere, which is true. Yeah, and in, in you know it, that is true. And they also say we are we are already at one with Him because He is everywhere and He's in everything. And there's also a twist on it too, Kim, where people are saying that they themselves are God. Oh, yes. Yeah, you know, and we know that that's. And they say we don't have to, we don't need the need to limit ourselves to one religion. Yes. So, you know, there's a big thing. And some say that he's energy and pure love. Yeah. So, you know, this all kind of. Do we really need Jesus? We, yeah. So it's like, you know, if he's everywhere and everything, and we think that, he, you know, we believe in the energy and we oh, believe so in perfect. his love. That's so perfect, Kim, because this leads right into the next point. And the next point is, yeah. it's directly on what you're saying, right. which is you have to. Ask yourself and examine your own heart as to, yeah, Yeah. as to the motive of the answer to this question. Because God is more than an energy field, right? Right, absolutely. Yes. And I know that firsthand. Um, My story isn't isn't this pretty thing of I was a pastor kid and I never sinned and I never deviated. Sometimes I do wish it was that easy that I just... um, was grew up with this belief that I was taught of Christianity and never strayed from the path, but that is not my story. Yeah. And that's the thing is I'm not um, I'm not giving my my uh, my personal view on this from a stance of living this perfect little life. I oh I deetered off the path. I am a truth seeker to the core, yeah. and I wanted to know every religion what do they believe yeah. before I could say well I believe this. Yeah, I was a Christian but I didn't know Jesus. And then I became an atheist, was practicing, in fact, uh, witchcraft and ta- and speaking with demons. I mean, going that far, it didn't feel like that at the time because like Kim said, she put it, it perfect. It's uh, saying that, um, uh, what was it that you said, Kim? I'm so sorry about- um, The oh, different that, ways the, people seek. Yes, the different ways that people seek and uh, about energy and God is everywhere and mm-hmm. it is all love and um, it sounds so close to the truth, but it's yeah. just good enough but to you deceive know, you. But you know, Jessica, yeah. the, the, the truth is 
to my mind, God has to be an intelligent, compassionate, holy, and an intentional entity if he is perfect love. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes, and he is. Yes. Absolutely. So, you know, one answer to why we need Jesus might be is that we need him for his sacrifice on the cross. Another might be that the Bible says that to not accept Jesus as Lord is to forever suffer and internal torment. And isn't that what life is like, though? Like, I can say for myself and my own personal story, my own personal testimony, like you, Jessica, that when I didn't know that Jesus was my Savior and that he cared about the condition of my soul, I was broken and depressed and tried to commit suicide six times. So how did how did my life turn around when all I really wanted to do was die? So did I personally really need Jesus in the moment that I cried out to him? Absolutely. And he transformed my very depressed and sad life, being so focused on my childhood full of abuse that I couldn't see my value or my self-worth. And the moment he showed up, what happened? The veil was lifted from my eyes and I understood that I was loved first. I was loved first. And then I got self-value. And then I got, he added to me. And so to really answer the that question, do you really need Jesus? It goes back to examining your own heart. Mm-hmm. Like what's the condition of your life? And, you know, for some people, that question may look like this. Is your motive in your heart, do you really need Jesus to get a good job? Do you, to buy a house? Well, these are things that can be attained through hard work and paying your bills and doing the right thing and getting educated. Those are things that we attain in the world, but you don't necessarily need Jesus to attain those things. So there's a deeper truth to needing Jesus. And what did that look like for you, Kim? Well, as a, as a young person growing up, I, I grew up in the church. And so I always knew that there was something bigger than myself. Did I know exactly what that was at the time? No, but I always knew that Jesus loved me and that he was always there for me. Um, Doesn't mean that I traveled that path, which I did not. And it came to a point in time where the the So in other words, even though you were in church, you didn't really have that relationship with Jesus. I did not have a relationship with Jesus. I believe that I was under my mom's umbrella of of blessings faith (laughs) and blessings, you know. Mm -hmm. And, you know... But the, I always knew, it just kept, you know, nagging at me that there was, and that was the Holy Spirit nagging at my heart, that there was an emptiness in me that I wanted to be filled. Yes. And I just, I searched for it in different ways, you know, yeah. I searched it yeah. through, you know, I mean, yeah. as you grow up, you can think of a number of ways that teenagers, oh, absolutely. Um, you know, yes. filling that black hole, look, look at, look love me, love hole. me, love yeah. me, whether yes. it be drugs, sex, alcohol, yeah. you know, whatever the case may be, you know, we, you know. We all try to fill it. We all tried it. We all try to fill it. And I tried to fill it in some of those ways. And um, but there came a time when I took a look in the mirror and I asked God, I said, and this was until after I had gotten married and, and had my son and I looked in the mirror one day and I said, God, I want to see what you see. Because I was an angry, angry woman. Mm. I was always angry and I didn't like the way I felt. I was even serving in the church and, mm. you know, I was trying to do the right things, marking those check boxes off. I yeah. don't know if anybody has well, ever tried to mark those check boxes. Yes. It's like, I have performance. Served, I have so true. Yes. yes. 
And so I looked in the mirror one day. I went in my bathroom and I looked in the mirror and I said, God, I want to see what you see. And he allowed me to see what he's seen. It was this distorted face of a woman who was in agony. Mm-hmm. And then I cried out. And full of out. grudges, and, right? Yeah, and I was a grudge-holding person. And, you know, you could look at me the wrong way, and I would be like, okay, I don't like you. <laughs> and so he showed me, and I cried out to him, and I said, God, I don't want to be that woman anymore. It was yeah. then and there that he began to change. He began to fill that void, and I began my search yes. and pursuing a God who was pursuing me. Amen. And yes. so... Immediately after so he in that moment, that, that was that your moment, that do was you really need moment. Jesus? Do moment. I really need Jesus? Moment, and I was like, Yes, I do really need him. And it was as if you know, it was a rainy day, and then all of a sudden, a beam of light began to shine through the window. And I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that it was the Lord saying, You're forgiven. Because I asked oh, him to that, forgive me yes. after that because I didn't want to be that woman in the mirror. I wanted to be someone new. And that's when I asked him to rise the woman up out of the ashes who was distorted and to make me into the woman of God he created to me, wanted me to be. Right. And, you know, did that road happen automatically? No, it did not. Right. It right. happened over many, many, many years of God taking, I could describe my life as an onion that he began peeling off layer and layer. Oh, yes. And layers oh. of this and layers of that and, you know, of sin and things right. and things he had to teach me. And there were lots of other things that I had to go through. Right. So do we really, really need Jesus? I believe because he is the one who gave me the peace that I needed to be able to get so through. So in your case, you needed that peace, that transformation yeah. in your soul, just like I needed somebody to save me from myself. Right. Exactly. Right? right. And, and what about you, Jessica? Yeah. Like, what was your do you really need Jesus moment? Oh, mine was big. And this is for any of the skeptics out there. Um, but I do want to add real quick to Kim. That's, that's exactly it. She hit the nail on the head that... It was Jesus that changed her. Yes. Because we can read all the self-help books we want. Mm-hmm. We can meditate I did all that. we want. Yep. We can try and do <laughs> I all I think this. we all tried. I was and in counseling for yeah, 10 years. Yes. I used to watch movies. I used to use sitcoms on TV of women that were strong women. And I wanted to emulate them. Yes. So I became those person. And in, in, in Jennifer's book, uh, she talks about, I want to bit about being a chameleon. Mm-hmm. And that's yes. kind of what we all are like. Yes. Yes. About it. We mold ourselves seeking this yes, peace we that we can Absolutely. only get from knowing Jesus. And right. I thought that and our to be a certain him. way, people yes. would accept me, yes. and I would find that peace and happiness that yes. I was yes. wanting for. Yes. yes, and it is through only through him that we have true change. Absolutely. Because he does for us what we can't do. We are nothing without him. Yeah. And my big moment of realizing that you know this is for the naysayers and the skeptics listen i'm not preaching to you from a standpoint of um this is my belief and this is just listen i, I no, this was your testimony this was my testimony because yeah, i tried life this. without jesus and yeah. i thought for a good two years that that was the answer i really believed that christians and people you sought an God, alternative truth and I you did. believed that the alternative truth, truth was, was the, the truth, truth. Okay. until until and, and I was never going to go back to God. I really believe this. So, I mean, and, and it wasn't that I didn't receive, you know, um, family members, even my own daughter that was like, Mom, how can you not be Christian anymore? It's not like I didn't know the word. Yeah. But it wasn't it wasn't penetrating. through. Yeah. I didn't believe it anymore. Yeah. Until Jesus. I had an encounter with God. And weren't you at work? And I was at work. Mm-hmm. I was at work. And how did that look? And what that looked like to me is that I was I knew I was miserable and looking for answers still mm, 
for it was it was on and off where some days I thought I had found the truth and then some days I kind of fell back and so other words what you're saying is that you had a temporary peace while you were seeking yes okay yes I did but I was never going to go back to God because I really believed well I've been there done that tried that I'm looking for something but it ain't God yeah. And how far from the truth I was yes. with that. But I really believe God knew I was never going to go back to him. So I am so thankful that he never stopped pursuing me because yes. I was at work October 4th. I'll never forget it. And it was in the blink of an eye. I had this encounter with God. And what that looked like to me was this this immense feeling of love that mm. is I've never felt before. Just like you felt in the shower. Yes. Just love. Yes. Just like uh, I felt in my yes. in your mirror. mirror. Yes. And it wasn't this intimidating. It was it was just my child, you've been so deceived. And it was like like Jen said, this veil had been lifted. Yeah. That's the, the best way to explain it. And I didn't even know that in the Bible it talks about the veil being torn. I didn't yeah. know any of that. That was just uh, what I experienced. It was like I could see all of these lies that I had believed of meditation and cleansing your chakras and all this that sounds like light and peace. And I thought, how could that possibly be bad? How could that be bad? You know, and it wasn't this black and white. It seemed like, well, this maybe isn't a bad thing. You know, they they believe in God. It's not like they're, you know, I, denying I'm, his existence. Right, right. But they are denying mm-hmm. the road to which yes, they receive the, yes, the Jesus, peace. And, and it says in John 10, and Jesus says this, I have come that they may have life and, and have, have it to the full. Yes. Have it to the so, full. And that is what happened in our encounters. Yes. yes. He showed up right when he knew our heart was pure. Right. Absolutely. Because you cannot, you will not have an encounter mm-hmm. until you are seeking until you're just so yes. broken that you're at the yeah. end of yourself. Like I was yes. at the end of myself. Jessica, you were at the end of yourself right. desiring something more. Kim, you were at the end of yourself that you didn't want to be this person anymore. Right. Yeah. And the, when when we start to question things, that's usually before a breakthrough. It is. Is when you start to question the things. hardest moments. Yes. The hardest yes. moments. And that's what we're doing. And Kim, read that scripture again. It says, I came. John 10.10. 10. It says, I have come that they may have life and, and have, have it, it to the full. To the full. And in that same scripture, does it not go on to say the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy? Yes, yes it does. So yes, if it says that Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly, well, on the other side of that, there's an enemy that wants to rob us of this truth and this peace that we have. Yes, and you really can't encounter this peace until you're ready. Your soul is ready. Right. It's so empty. It's so hollow. You've tried to fill it before, and yet there's nothing there that is sustainable long term. Yes. And so Well, actually that's what the, that's what that's what the the t- John 10:10 10, 10 says. It says the truth thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Yes, and have life. And look at that key word. Then we go all the way back to the beginning of the word where it says I God says I set before you life and death. Choose life. Choose he life. breaks it down, hits it Barney style for us. Yeah. I'm unsure which one to pick. Yeah. Like, hello. And it, when I, so after I had that encounter and I, and I went to, you know, my Bible, I was amazed by how much, um, how many warnings and how, how just how many um, things that I had encountered that God had warned me about. Yeah. You know, but had I been in my word, 
Um, even mm -hmm. when I didn't feel like it, I would have been able to see the enemy's plan yes. so easily and not fall into those traps yep. and those lies that 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 are wolves in sheep's clothing, and yep. they are they are thrown at us every day. Every day. And everyone I feel like is seeking this truth and thinking that they found it. Yeah. But I'm here to tell you, Jesus is the truth, the light, the way. Amen. The so still, true. still there. You know. We, you know. So do you, do you really, really need Jesus? Do you really, really yes, need Jesus? Then. I would say that that answer is yes. Do you need Jesus to live in this world, Jess, or, or Jessica? No. Uh, no. Jennifer, do, do we need him to live a full life? Not really. Yeah, I mean, we but can work we really be, hard at it. But it would be a shallow joy. It would be a shallow joy, yes. It would be a shallow joy. You know, just because, you know, some people yes. will, would beg to argue, you know, I'm happy, I'm full. Right. But when, you know, you get behind closed doors, yes. I want you to really ask yourself that hard question yourself. Am I really happy? Yeah. Is I do you ever feel like something right. is just missing? Right. You yeah. know, and, and that missing part is that is is the void that only God and Jesus can fill. Right. Yeah. And I want to yeah. challenge our listeners to try mm. to uh, eliminate some of those distractions because that's one of the best plans of the enemy is to keep us so distracted oh, yeah. that Definitely. we never sit down with the truth of our emptiness yes. and, and, and realize that we have this emptiness because the, the, the best plan that he has isn't to convince you that God isn't real. It's to convince you that you don't have to make a choice on what you believe and yeah. cho not choosing is choosing. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's not good. choosing yeah. is choosing. And so do you really need Jesus to be to be saved? Well, examine your hearts because I needed Jesus to be saved from my depression, from my self-hatred. I was being saved from myself, Kim. I was being saved from myself, the pain that I caused myself that I didn't even, that I thought was caused by my past, by my childhood, who I was a child of addiction. But no, it was the pain that I caused myself through self-hatred and bitterness and strife and depression. I mean, those were the, the tactics of the enemy to keep me from having the abundant life Jesus talks about in John 10, 10. So is the question, do you really need Jesus? Well, you do really need Jesus if you want the abundant life full yes. if you of the fruit. Yes. Yes. I would just yes. say that if yes. you read John 10, 10, it says, you know, the enemy comes as a thief to so, kill and yes. destroy. So Identify you, what's being you, stolen. Why would right. you want to do that? Right. You know, um. Identify what's what's being stolen. Yeah. Identify what the yeah. enemy is trying to steal in your life. Is it your peace? Yes. Is yes. it your joy? Mm -hmm. Is it your comfort? Right. You know, what is he trying to steal, kill, or destroy? Is it a relationship that he's trying to I kill? Think that most people, when they really come down to it, it's not about the money that you make. It's not the mm -hmm. job that you have, the, the house that you have, the, the husband or the spouse or boyfriend. Those are all things you, you can have. attain. Those right. are material right. things. But the bottom line is you cannot buy joy. No. You cannot buy peace. Yeah. You cannot buy happiness. Yes. No. As some people might beg to differ, but if they really ask yourself that hard question, they would have to say, no, I cannot buy myself happiness. And the word does right. tell us that a rich man, it's harder for a rich man yes. to come into the kingdom because why? They would have to deny themselves and all that they've gained and give exactly. him the glory for what 
only comes yes. through you him. You know, the irony, and I, and I want to be honest here because, well, I can't hide it from God anyways, but I, also I think that there there's just um, really something to gain from being honest with others, you know? Yeah. I think, some, especially in this day and age, we're, we're not, and it, it's a real disservice to, to other people and ourselves. Um, but honestly, when I, before I was saved, um, I really uh, hyper-focused on success and money. Mm-hmm. I did. And I, I, if I'm being honest, I had this thought in my head that if you're Christian, that means you're going to be poor. And it comes with strings attached. Mm-hmm. That means you're going to have hardships, but you know what? At least you have God. And then... I thought, well, or I could be in the world, and I'm looking around, and people are doing pretty good. You know, mm-hmm. maybe I, I don't have to tie to the church. I don't have to do any of this. And for a while, I, like I said, for two years, I really thought I had it figured out. And you know and what? it was such a lie. And I have, it's funny how when, now, the money isn't important to me that way. Yeah. I'm, God blesses me, and I'm, I'm a nurse. I'm so thankful, you know. Um, I have a, a hardworking husband, a great family. We're very, very blessed. But... He is what changes our hearts yes. because I was I was striving for something that there was no end to. There was never going to be a satisfaction. There was never going to be a fulfillment. Yeah. It was just on to the next thing. And the next goal. Right, the next just goal. Spinning the next my goal. wheels. Spinning my wheels. And I have never had peace and joy and true, true uh, just love for others too. And you know what radiates out of him. you? Yeah. You yeah. know what radiates radiates out of you really, Jessica, is that joy. Yeah. You have an overflow of joy in your life that is yeah. obvious to the people around you. Yes, all and glory you know, to God. That yes. Yes. That's that's the light yes. that Jesus brings. Yes. yes. And yes. we are the light of the world. We, we are. are the church. We are his you know Matthew um, five sixteen says, Let your light so shine before yes, the world. I love it, yes. And absolutely. it says also in John eighteen twelve, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, yes. but will have the light of life. Thank you. How Jesus. amazing is that? Yes. And also in Ephesians two fourteen it says, For he himself is our peace. Amen. Yes. And when you've walked in so much darkness, you know, uh just I, I know um, sometimes we can look at people and we can already put a story to their face yeah. and uh, and not know the back and, and not know ground. and I know that's happened with me people say oh my goodness I would have never thought you've gone through what you've gone through and um, of course I'm not you know saying I'm gonna air all my dirty laundry or, or give the enemy a foothold to use but um, just being honest you know uh, hard hard things we all have have uh, difficult, difficult lives right? difficult circumstances so, yeah. but there is a place in Christ there, yes that so. you can rise above and have joy in the hardest so, of circumstances. You know, if you're yes. feeling, listeners, if you're feeling that there is a void in yes. your life, mm-hmm. we just are asking you examine to to be open. Yeah. Yes. To what the Word of God says. Yes. Right. That if everything else that you have tried is not working, yeah. right. give the Bible a chance because the yeah. Bible right. is the living, breathing Word, Word of God. That's the and why do you need Jesus? Why do you need Jesus? There, um, there are many, many reasons why. But you really Jesus. have to examine your heart to figure that out for yourself. Because right, at yeah. the end of the day, you have free will. Right. Our heart is that uh, you'll yeah. use that will to choose the life yeah. that is only found so in Christ. So that's why I'm right, saying keep right. an open mind. Yes. An open so heart. So good. Yes. You need Jesus as a savior for your sins. 
Yeah. You need Jesus as an intercessor because he is up there praying for us. Yes. You need Jesus as an example. Yes. And on, on how to handle mistreatment, on yeah. how to handle the different temptations that come your way. You need Jesus to give you meaning of life and you need to give you the daily strength that you will need. And you need Jesus for good mental health. Indeed, and you need Jesus for contentment. And last of all, you need Jesus to win victory over death. And, and Jennifer, I think what does I that need mean? Jesus what to th- save me from my victory over death. Is What does that mean, Jennifer? For me, for me, victory over death and all that you just said, mm-hmm. for me is I need Jesus to save me from myself. Because right. I get exactly myself in the worst it, situations. Right? Yes. Yes. But he gets me out of it. Isaiah, is it 55, 8? His ways are far greater than ours. His thoughts are far greater than ours. And I am so, um, um, it is Isaiah, I believe. And and it's so true. And I'm so thankful because only God knew that I was going to deter off the path, off the path of righteousness, that I was going to, uh, you know, just be deceived. And that is the most incredible thing is that hindsight, I see all the ways that he never stopped pursuing me. And that is the thing is that, I am so thankful that when I didn't believe in him, that didn't change anything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he still, he still was, believed he in still, you. Yes, and that he was still real. And, he and, still gave you a name. Yes, yes and that, and that is, is the most uh, uh, overwhelming feeling. Yeah. I mean, just uh, uh, I, in the times when I felt unlovable, not unloved, where it was somebody else who just at that time maybe didn't love me, but unlovable, the inability to be loved. I had a flaw, a genetic flaw. There was something wrong with me. That's what I truly believed. I didn't want sympathy or pity. And, and if you're having depression or you feel like you're like you're, there's something wrong with you, listen, that is a lie from the enemy. And I know that it seems hopeless. And, and that's a true belief that you you just sometimes look around and think that you're the common denominator. You're the problem in every situation in your life. And the, but that is a lie from the enemy. Yes. And 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 Jesus is the only one that can save you from that, save you yeah. from the enemy and from yourself. And um, yeah, that's just. It, we need Jesus. We I tried it without him. So and, now there's three then, testimonies yeah. right mm-hmm. here. We've all arrived to the same point, mm-hmm. right? But it right. looked very different. Right, mm-hmm. right. And so really we leave you, we leave all of you who are listening mm-hmm. with this. Examine your heart. Yes. If you want to know the answer to that question, examine your heart and invite the answer to you. Yes. Like Kim said, read your word. Find the word of God. Buy a Bible. I had to buy a Bible when I right. first started. Yes. Buy a Bible. Read the letters in red. Whatever it is that you need to do that answers that question for you. Mind. Right. An open no, mind. Right. Something, an open heart. It may not be something that you believe, but just keep an open mind and right. an open heart. And ask if you're real, just like Jennifer said, yes. you know, in are you real? Saying, Are you real? With a razor blade in my right. hand. Even if all you can she do is cry to out. Suicide. Yeah. And yeah. she's with a razor blade in her hand and a cry in her heart. She said, if you're real, save, save me, me from, from myself. myself. Yes. And, you know, ask God to save you from yourself. Right. And you will be amazed at and what you will he can encounter do. You will encounter truth. him. Absolutely. And and so that's, that's all seekers, he wants. Yes. If you really want the truth, you have to study every angle. And I can guarantee right. you. Right. That when you study the word yes. with an open That's mind a and an open heart, yes. really he is. is going to give you yes. the answers that you need. Yes. yes. Oh, and, yes. and as so truth good. seekers, I just want to add. So the there's a um, a scripture that says uh, it's Proverbs fourteen. Is it fourteen? 
Proverbs 14.6, I believe, um, that said, or 14.12, there is a way that seems right to man, but it is wrong. Um, and that, that God's way is the only right way. So I want to encourage you that, especially in the times we're in now, where when you're looking around and um, maybe, maybe you don't have any fellow Christians, well, just remember uh, that, or any believer friends, that you always have a friend with two girls, two girls in a Bible. In Bible. And also that... Um, that I love that. I love that, Jessica, that you're closing with that, that you'll always yes. have a friend with two girls in the Bible. Um, we're going to be here. We're going to continue our podcast, and we are super excited to talk about our next topic. And um, Jessica, do you have any idea what kind of question we're going to ask next time? Um, our next question? Our next Ooh, we've question. Got a, we've got a lot of hard questions. I know. Um, some good ones. Uh, why is why is our does our loving God allow suffering, right? Why oh, is there suffering right now, in the world? Yeah. Yes. We definitely need to attack yes. that one. So let's let yes. that one be our next week. Okay. Awesome. So thank you so much for joining us. And always remember that you have uh, you always, always have, have a friend, friend with, with two, two girls, girls and a Bible. Bible. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.